You are now listening to The Sound of Sanity. This sound will continue for the duration of the program. Hello, welcome to Sound of Sanity. I am Nathan. I am your humble and obedient host. We've got the boy that fell off the rails real quick. The train did not. <clears throat> now my my throat is wow. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry. I'd like to apologize. How about a musical sting? Hey, that it, fixes and resets everything. It does. It does. It's doesn't amazing. it? It's Sound of yeah. Sanity. Your favorite podcast, I'm your favorite podcaster, right up there with the other two people I'm about to introduce. We got Nathan, me, your humble and obedient host. We've got Ben. He's the preacher who's a teacher of righteousness. Hello, Ben. Hello, Nathan. And would you, you like a teacher to... of sanity. Usually. Yeah, I, I, I can be whatever. Uh, brother. Okay. Whatever you, whatever you want. You dance. He doesn't teach anything about righteousness, ever. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he's never taught anything about it. <laughs> ben. completely unconcerned with righteousness. Uh, I don't feel like that's true. I feel like Jake's being sarcastic. And sarcasm, as we know, a form of anger, not something we engage in in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Why don't you introduce the uh, heart of the show? Ben? I will. Himself. reaching for something better than the other guy. The other guy, yeah. (laughs) He's Jacob Menzel, the pastor who's a master of sanity. Hey, that's me. Yeah. If it was yesterday, we could call you Jacob Menzkiller, because yesterday was the glorious holiday of Reformation Day. Yep. The day that we, <laughs> we, we make, celebrate we, murder. We make up spooky puns about people. It's, it's the day that we killed indulgences. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, Actually, we yeah. did. They're still alive. <laughs> There's a lot of indulgence in general out there. Oh, man. Self-indulgence? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't kill that yet. No. <laughs> well, why not? Because <laughs> you have nothing to do with righteousness, as we already established. No. Well, the folks, sting of the day. The, the sting of the day. <laughs> it's the sting of the day. Listen, I'll tell you what the thing of the day is. The thing that we're doing on this podcast, that is, we are giving you an update, or as I like to call it, an us date, <laughs> because it's an update on all the things that we're involved in. So uh, where do you guys want to start? Like, These are With all the podcasts you, you should listen to. These are the things that we're, that are going on in our lives, because, you know, we're... we're, 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 we're we're, we're friends with you, if you're listening. Kind of. You know. Uh, Fun fact about Nathan. Mm-hmm. He got home from the hospital two hours ago. Yeah, if I sound a little uh, frazzled, I got home from the hospital <laughs> two hours ago with a new baby. Yay! Yay. <laughs> I snuck into the maternity ward. I picked <laughs> one out. <laughs> it's like, I took it home. No, uh, this was a baby that was born by my wife. And her name is Emma Joy. MJ is what we're calling her. So I got a little Spider-Man in there, of course. You got a little Jane Austen in there. And you got a little Joy. Because Emma technically just means universal. And so we were like, well, it's got to be universal something. So we said, universal Joy. So there you go. She's very cute. She doesn't do hardly any tricks yet. She can confirm. (laughs) Wow, thanks. (laughs) I confirm that she's cute. Right. Ben just confirmed she doesn't do any tricks. That's all I was confirming, too. Ben was like, dance, monkey, dance. And she just laid there. And then Ben was disgusted and stalked out of the room. (laughs) True story. I think you pressed the wrong button. I pressed the wrong button. I was like, I don't usually stalk to that music. (laughs) No, you stalk to music like this. I'm disgusted with your baby. Goodbye, Nathan. I'm recreating the moment. 
and then you stalked. <laughs> it's a pretty dark moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a very dark moment. Now I've got a new, but folks, we're so dedicated to delivering quality content to you that I'm still recording two hours after I got home from the hospital. Isn't that wonderful? And you can't tell at all. It hasn't crept into anything that's happening today. Nothing. Not a Nothing. thing. And it, it will continue to not creep and into it anything. Con- that's, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, not, that's right. not slap happy, not going on very little sleep. Yesterday wasn't... Yes, the, the previous evening was not cluster feeding time. It was. All those things are lies. I'm going on no sleep and it was cluster feeding and all the stuff. But she's a wonderful baby and we love her and she's been a lot of fun and she's got an older sister and the older sister's been really cute with her. We didn't know how that was going to go, but so far it's been delightful uh-uh. so i mean also some like hey don't scratch your sister kind of stuff but i don't, don't want to pretend like we're you know the paragon of perfection or anything but so far it's been wonderful so we appreciate your prayers for our new child mj emma joy alberson and that's not the only thing that's going on though is it fellas no, no. so much more going on so much more going on what's going on in church of the king right now if all goes according to plan i will have just finished up romans 3 Wow, yeah. And so that's fun. And how many many weeks? In seven weeks. In seven weeks, we have gone from Romans 1 to Romans 3, which is, if you've ever heard a sermon series or given a sermon series through through Roman, like that is record time. It's a fast pace, yeah. Through Romans, but I'm committed to working through it and working through it pretty quickly, and it's been a lot of fun for me. And I don't know, gotten good feedback, seems to be going well. Really proud of just our people eating up you know, some of the more intense things in, in scripture. Mm-hmm. And it's been sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little interesting to contemplate the idea of going so fast, but in execution, it's been wonderful. And I think in some ways, maybe easier for people to follow than if we were lingering over, you know, a verse or two at a time. Like, yeah, the, I mean, Romans, like all of scripture, but maybe Romans, especially, it's really easy to, to dig down deep and kind of lose the big picture, mm-hmm. but it's been pretty fun. And I think simple to just kind of be sure you're following the main notes, yeah. you know, the main themes and, and, and hitting it, you know. Right. And it's not like every depth is therefore unplumbed. Like there's, there's still a lot of yeah. meat that you're able to get. So it's, it's been a great series. Mm-hmm. Uh, our people have really liked it. And yeah, if, if you want to listen to it, folks, if you're interested, you can find that on your, on your favorite podcast app. Just look for Church of the King Evansville. Yep. And we've got the whole Roman series. As well as other things. I think we're going to talk about the other things, too. Well, this week, Ben's preaching the second in a series called American Gods. Mm. Nathan, you preached the first in that. I did, yes. Uh, We were talking about the things that define America as a culture, the big cultural thing. So mine was on Marxism. And that was interesting to try and talk about, like, all of Marxism, which which also includes things like wokeism and, you know, like, Mm -hmm. everything that drives our culture. Trying to fit that into... Like a 42-minute little talk was a challenge. Well, yeah, and and trying to do it in a way that actually hit the consciences of our people and not it, while also equipping them to deal with things in the culture. It was, mm-hmm. I thought it was really impressive how you handled it. Thank um, you. It's a, a difficult, tall task. Yeah, it was, and, it, was, uh, it was a taller task than I was maybe expecting, but it was fun. And yeah, yeah, it turns out everybody is Marxist, including the three of us in this room. So you, you can't. No, no. <laughs> you, I mean, if you, your your conscience, your conscience you should the... be afflicted, and you can go listen to the sermon to find out why. If you're like, I'm not a Marxist, I'm an American. 
then, <laughs> well, just listen to the sermon, buddy. You might be the most Marxist of them all. So, and Ben Ben's doing one on. I'm doing one on Mormonism. Or, Mormonism, yeah, the religion of the Latter Day Saints. Yes, you want to you want to give us just a taste of what we're in for? Sure, a taste of what you're in for is that Mormonism mirrors the American dream pretty well. It turns out. Upward mobility. Uh-huh. So that's what it's all about. A workable machine of a religion. Isn't so, there afterlife even upwardly mobile? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 a, that's, that's a major part of Mormonism is not not just being like God in certain ways, but just being able to be, become, become God. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Well, that that's what's going on yeah. Yeah, at Church of the King. We're all really excited. If people don't know that the three of us are all involved in planting a church, Jake is the head pastor of... Church of the King here in beautiful Evansville, Indiana. Ben is our associate assistant pastor. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's a thing. I have nothing further to say about it because my brain is too fried, but it's wonderful and we've been very blessed. Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay. So what's next on the list? We're moving into Warhorn territory here. What's happening in the wide world of Warhorn? Well, we've been working through a third season of The World We Made mm-hmm. on abortion. That's been fun. How, how much more do we have to go? I think when you hear this, there will still there will be an episode that drops the same week as this episode, and then there will be one more for a total of eight, if I'm remembering correctly. And I think the back half is the money half. I mean, I, I like all of it, obviously. I produced it, but obviously I like everything I produce. But the back half is where we really got into... Some of the tensions involving the pro-life movement, some of the tensions that we feel just living in a world of abortion. Like, how do you wrap your head around the magnitude of, of that? And then what do you do with it? How do you have hope? Is, is there a point at which hope in God becomes glibness? You know, what's the difference between faith and just turning a blind eye to Auschwitz? That kind of stuff. So I, I, I think there's some really strong material there. I, I encourage people to seek it out if you haven't heard Anything of the world we made. It's a series that we do with Pastor Tim Bailey. We've done three seasons. The first one was on homosexuality. The second one was on fatherhood. And now this third one is on abortion. And it's a little bit more produced, not unlike certain episodes of Sound of Sanity from the past, but it's it's less of a straight conversation and more of a produced podcast kind of thing. Although this one was very conversational. It's great. Go listen to it. Anything else to say about that? I don't think so. All right, what's next? Yeah. Next is, well, out of our mind stuff, but that's 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 you guys. That's you recording, again, something else with Pastor Pastor Bailey. Yeah, so people may know our podcast, Out of Our Minds. Our po- I say our podcast. It's actually produced by New Geneva Academy. Um, yeah, or- it's us in partnership with New, Gene- New Geneva Academy, and mm-hmm. that's a fairly recent development. It was a, a Warhorn thing, mm-hmm. and it was Tim and... Max and Lucas, and then changes needed to be made with Pastor Tim's resignation and mm-hmm. retirement from a senior pastor of Trinity. And so we've just sort of taken it over and are working together with New Geneva Academy to make it its own thing, a new thing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we recorded back, I don't know, in August or whatever, we recorded an interview with Father Bill Mauser mm-hmm. just as sort of a one-off. And you can go listen to that. But yeah, we got a couple of episodes in the bank now, hopefully, and we'll be getting that started soon, probably right on the heels of the world we made. Yeah, I, I would expect it. So I don't, I don't have an exact date on that, but I would, I would expect that is the case. And yeah, that should be helpful. I mean, if you know Tim, then we recorded with him. It was good. And we'll be getting that, getting that pipeline going again. 
Uh, speaking of pipelines, what else is in the pipeline, fellas? I don't know where we're at in the booking release cycle. We've recorded a handful of episodes and... I'll tell you exactly, Jake. I'll tell you what's coming up for the booking. It is, I think Romeo and Juliet hit in October and in November. Oh, you're going to get all the pretty horses, of course. So Cormac McCarthy. All right, the classic November Western thing. And then December... We are doing a Tolkien's Christmas book. Oh, that's pretty fun. Which is fun. If you didn't know that it existed, well, it does. Letters from Father Christmas, I think it's Yes, there are actual letters that uh, J.R.R. Tolkien wrote to his kids, to Christopher and whoever his other kids were, um, and, uh, and to his grandchildren and nieces and nephews as well, I think, in the personage of Father Christmas. And it's a lot of fun. We talked about that. Should we say the surprise for uh, the bucketing, or should we make it? A surprise. I don't know. These listeners are kind of special, so you might as well. You might as well tell them? Yeah. Okay. We are doing a rare review of a new book, which none of us, as of this recording, have read. We are going it to- It just re- showed up in the mail, like, literally today, it, hot it, off the presses. It and my daughter showed up around the same time, I think. And yeah, it is Cormac McCarthy's The Passenger. We've talked about Cormac McCarthy a couple times before on the podcast. He's obviously one of the- titans of literature that's alive right now and uh, arguably the greatest living author yeah we hope the book isn't terrible like we don't we don't we'll know. see it's the first in a two-part series so it'll determine if we read the second one right but it's been a while since he's released a book and yeah, i think the road was the last one if people remember when that came out that was like you know maybe before the three of us were even any iteration of us working and the together dude is old yeah. and so this is probably it yeah probably Unless he's got a bunch of stuff, you know, squirreled away. Lined up. Or lined up or, or, you know, his heirs are going through his old, nap, notebooks, old notebooks and, and trying to pull and... a ghost set of watchmen on him. But in any case, yeah, this might be the last Cormac McCarthy book. And, you know, Cormac McCarthy's one of those guys. He's released some books that he's never released anything less than a book that he put all of his heart and soul into. Some of his books are... His soul might be shriveled and Shriveled small, and but... depraved <laughs> and horrible. <laughs> oh, man. There, there are books of his that you don't want to read because of what they're about. <laughs> but even those books, you know, have... They all have considerable poured into them. Right. Without question. So I guess it's possible that this book will be a very... A, a book written by a very talented man that is about something that you don't want to read about. It's also possible that it will be... Just a wonderful, another classic to join all the pretty horses and no country and the road and all that. That's also possible. He's running out of talent. I mean, I re- honestly, you know, I mean, the guy's... He's old. He's old and, you know, maybe he just wanted to... I may think he's in his 80s. Right. There's got to be some degree of cognitive decline at this point. I would think so. And also, you know, he's he's... I know he spent a lot of his time famously in some kind of science... Institute, like not that he was sent there, but he likes to hang out with scientists now and he's into science and that's his thing. And this book, I guess, is supposed to pull on some of those threads. It's about science somehow. So, you know, it's very hard to find out anything about the book. Yeah, he's been appropriately, I suppose, KG about it. It's being sold simply on the fact that it is Cormac McCarthy's newest book. Right. It does not have a hook like, man <laughs> finds millions of dollars, you know, no country or the road or like you can. And the cover, at least the cover art that you see on Amazon is really just like a sunset on what looks like probably water, but it's vague enough that it could be sand. 
like a desert scene, but I think it's water. Yeah, I mean, it's like, just like a self-help photo sunset. Like it's. Huh. So we'll, we'll see. It's possible that he, he, you know, his talent has finally run out. That he's he's you know tried had an ambition to do something that he couldn't actually pull off. It's also possible that he pulled it off, but that it the thing he was aiming to do is stupid. And it's possible that it's another masterpiece. And we're going to find out in real time, go on that journey together with our listeners over at the Bookening. Uh, that should hit somewhere, I think, in early December, so if all goes according to plan. Yeah. Uh, maybe even a little earlier than that, but we'll, we'll uh, no promises. But the really exciting thing beyond that is early 2023. Yes. We are revisiting Emma. Yes. We're coming back to Dennis Johnson. Yes. We are revisiting Anna Karenina. Yes. And those are all really exciting. Anna Karenina, arguably the best book we've ever done on the podcast. I think two out of the three of us would agree. Yeah, gun to my head, I'm going to say that's the best book that we've read on the bookening and probably the best book that exists, the best work of fiction that exists in any language. And we've only ever done one episode about it, one 90-minute I didn't realize it was only one because yeah. I remember listening, but in my mind, it was a couple at least. Yeah, it's just the way it worked out. But And it was recorded in an odd setting. And in, Do you remember? Yeah, it was recorded uh, at somebody's house. It was uh, recorded huh. in the living room of Pastor Jody Killingsworth. Yeah, he's gracious enough to let us use his house. It was great, but but it was, yeah, it was kind of something that ne- has never happened before or since in terms of booking recording, something we yeah, weren't used to. everything about it was weird. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be fun to... Come back to it and... Yeah, there's there's been two books on that podcast that we want another crack at. One is Huck Finn, which I think we're also planning on doing this year, and the other is Anna Kay. So they'll they'll both be really fun. Now, speaking of things, shows wherein we review things, there's also Sanity at the Movies. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What's exciting about that right now? We just did an episode on Psycho. We yeah. should have an episode on Stagecoach coming out pretty soon. Yeah. Have you guys yep. both watched Stagecoach? Yeah, it was nope. fun. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. All right. Kinda. I think it mm, has a... Mm, there's an argument to be made. It's John Wayne and John Ford's best. I don't know. There's also an argument to be made. It's not. But there's an argument to be made, I'd say. It's a good movie. It'll be fun to talk about. Fun to talk about the western sanity at the movies if podcast you should check out if you haven't i think you might be surprised it's really come into its own in the last year or two it's you know one of our deep divier things that we do i'd mm-hmm. say uh, in the bookening yeah definitely but yeah you, you, you might just learn a thing or two I don't well know. and if you want a taste of the kinds of things that you'll learn a great way to get a sample of that mm. is to check out our new youtube show sanity on the scene sanity on the scene yes you can search sanity that on the bridge scene sounded like it was like planned and staged but it wasn't. It nope. was not. I'm just nope. that smooth. Yep, yep, yep. Jake is that smooth. Like me. <laughs> like my like how my transitions are always like so inevitable and yeah. uh, everybody is always applauding them. Buttery smooth. <laughs> mm-hmm. And speaking of butter, <laughs> you'll enjoy these YouTube videos almost as much as you might enjoy some nice delicious butter. butter. <laughs> Buttery popcorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Pop yourself some. Yeah, see, Jake actually had a decent <laughs> transition there. Pop yourself some buttery popcorn. Uh, Sanity at the scene. This is a lot of fun. It's been a lot of work. It's been a lot of fun. Ben, I don't know. Tell him something about Sanity on the scene. Oh, we got to use our green screen. We sure did. And we, we boy, did we use it. We we've sure had we, we, we've, we've had a lot of fun editing things together, finding movie clips to illustrate what we're talking about and not make, you know, make little jokes. Anyway, it's silly. It's fun. It's educational. I hope I hope some of it is convicting. I think it is. 
mm-hmm. watching it because it's supposed to be about how Christians do or don't have any discernment when it comes to movies and the kind of discernment we need to enjoy them and to train our kids not to be just yeah, so it's kind of overtaken by the media. Hopefully mm-hmm. it's the kind of thing that you can sit down with, you know, some older kids and, you know, watch, you know, a 10 minute video of us talking about an aspect of filmmaking or something like that and really use it to help teach them discernment, have a conversation about it and then apply mm-hmm. it to the next movie you watch together. I, I think I think it's good for that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. it's it is short. So, you know, I I know there's the people out there that's like. That, are, that say things like, well, why do you have to do a, a nine-hour podcast? Well, here's one for you, people that don't like nine-hour podcasts. Six to ten minutes Six an to episode. T- yeah. You watch a little video. It's very compact. It's very, you, you know, a bite-sized snack of a thing that you can just eat in one setting and get some good, hopefully helpful handles to think about cinema and think about media, think about visual images, all, which are all of which things that people just don't think enough about. They they are so fundamental to the way we live our lives and to the way we think and to the way we feel. And, and yet people are woefully uneducated. A lot of people have never taken a basic class on, you know, how visual storytelling works. Like it's, it's not something, you know, at, at my Christian school growing up, like there wasn't the one class that we, we took four years or i mean I, I guess i took 12 years of literature classes to to learn how to read books but the zero classes mm-hmm. on any other type of media right uh, and, music maybe yeah maybe a little music but it's like we learned we, we, we learned to read and then how many people actually go and read anything i mean i love reading but yeah you might arguably be better served by 12 years of visual literacy i'm not really arguing that folks that's 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 not really true but you know what I mean? Like we don't have a lot of handles for how we think about the way that images work on us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're bombarded with them all the time. Constantly. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Even the most like we don't own a TV of us still one way or another. All right. What's next in terms of what we want to highlight? Chip and Lance. Chip and Lance. Both of them. We got they're, both of them. They're back. Of them. Yeah. They're, they're back. back. Surprise. Yeah. Well, hopefully they already we're back for you listener because this is this is after we released the halloween special that's right nightmare on cold clutch farm it's called yeah title came up nightmare at cold clutch farm nightmare at cold clutch farm yes yeah Yeah. yes sir Uh, is the very exciting tale of chip and his good friend lance and they go on an adventure there may or may not be a ghost witch and i don't know what else to say i don't i don't want to give away any of the surprises but if you like if you like Chip and Lance, Sparky you, eats a sandwich. Sparky eats a sandwich. And there are no sandwich jokes or puns. There are no sandwich. To the witch. No, but there are some witch, witch, that witch kind of stuff. So Very well thought out. Very well thought out. Yeah. Yep. No missed opportunities. No missed opportunities. No, no, no. It's an exciting story. If you liked the school thing, the School of the Fates, uh, you know, that sort of more of a narrative Chip and Lance adventure kind of thing with it's got action it's got heart it's got comedy big laughs it's got possums it's just got everything you want from a chip and have a certain superhero it may even have a certain superhero (laughs) oh man it cost a lot to get spider-man for this one but we did we did (laughs) we did only buddy only the best off against captain sanity and yeah it's awesome wow yeah Yeah. certain superhero is not captain sanity if if you're you're a long time That was a deep cut. <laughs> Listener, that was a deep cut. No, no, no. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, it's really good. So give it a listen. We, we had some uh, 
some great vocal talent on it, some old friends, some new friends. Actually, I don't know if we had any new friends. I guess we didn't have any new we friends. We had one new friend. Did we have a new friend? You at least made an attempt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, have, we, do, we do have a new friend. Yeah. That's right. So give that a listen. And I should say, The Ville. I am excited about more Ville. It is coming, Lord willing. Maybe even in 2023. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't want to make you know promises that we can't keep. But we have done a lot of work on wrapping up the story of our friends, the Rose Blooms, and everybody else. We know where the story goes. We're really excited about it. We've we've broke the story, as they say in the industry. I think our cast is excited about it. I think we've 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 gotten most of our the you know the people that we would need to be excited to to, to have said yeah we want to do do more. So we've, we 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 understand where Pink Eye ends up and why. You know, the drama of that. Ben, don't make me cry. <laughs> Sorry, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, so I, nothing else to say about that right now, but very excited about finishing the bill, and I, and I hope it will be sooner rather than later. But most excitingly of all, we just came yesterday. Yesterday, if you are an email subscriber to Warhorn Media, if you are on our list, you got a free book. That's right. In your inbox. As a Reformation Day present. And who? what is the name of this book? It's called Who is Jesus? It's a simple little book on the person and work of Christ that hopefully you can use in your small group or with your family or give to a friend who doesn't know the Lord or just needs to learn basic truths about Jesus. Nothing big or profound in the book, but hopefully something really simple that you can hold on to and and use in any number of contexts. Who wrote this book, fun fact? I wrote the book. It was a sermon series that we preached, that I preached here at the Church of the King that we adapted into a little book for our church and decided it might have a little bit of value outside of the church too. Yeah, absolutely. It's I've, good. So. It's really good. And you could have had a free copy if you were on our email list. Mm. Don't you wish you were on our email list? Go sign up. Maybe a free copy will still find its way into your inbox. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible, Pig. And when when can they get to expensive copy? You can pay for a paperback or any of the e-versions that we sent you. Very affordable, by the way. Just December first. Yeah. So that's expensive the compared date. to free. And if you want, you know, multiple copies or something like that, you can reach out to us and we'll give you a bulk discount. Yeah. So go buy five thousand of them and make me really happy. Right. <laughs> and and frankly speaking, I mean, I don't want to be like a pushover, but if you reached out to us and said. I didn't get a free copy, but I'd like one. Then I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if we we hooked you up. Yeah, but you have to figure out how to reach out to us. I'm not yeah, giving our email. Yeah, good luck with that. We dangle it in front of them and then we snatch it away. Mission impossible. Mission impossible. Yeah, it's yeah. impossible to get a hold of. Well, is there anything else that we want to highlight? I think that's it, right, guys? Yeah, I think so. If you are appreciative of the work that we've been doing and the content that we provide you guys, it is getting to be that time of year where the cupboards are getting a little bit more bare around Warren Studios. Yes. And we could stand to, to use a little bit of help. So uh, if you'd like to support our work, of course, become a patron of shows like Sound of Sanity or The Booking or Sanity at the Movies or Out of Our Minds. That's a huge help to us. We also are in need of one-time gifts in order to make payroll. Yep. And so go to warrenmedia.com forward slash give and make, make your, your tax-deductible tax deductible gift d- donation today. Today. Um, 
No free gift for you if you do. Free gift's already yours, no strings attached. Although there again, we have our old aesthetic series that we used to give away. It still exists. If you were to say, I made a free gift and I wish I had the aesthetic, and you were to somehow figure out how to reach out to me. You might get that aesthetic series. You might. Yeah, just because, you know. I'm happy. To, I'm happy to give it to you. Hey, heck, even if you didn't make a donation, <laughs> you just want that. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Actually, it's really good. It's one of those things that kind of just sits behind a paywall because that's what it was created for. But it's 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 like a, a one time thing on music and on literature, on movies, on comedy, on horror, and maybe one other thing that I'm not thinking of. But it's it's really helpful stuff, actually. Um, so yeah, I could hook you up with that. I could, and I'd especially like to hook you up with that in return for. You know, a donation, a little cupboard infusion. So, uh, yeah, help us out. That's patreon.com forward slash. Nope, sorry. It's warhornmedia.com forward slash give. Or you can go, of course, support any of our Patreons. I, I'd say uh, Sanity at the Movies and Sound of Sanity both are, have really exciting Patreons right now because they have discords, discords. going. Yeah. yeah. And we have some fine folks there discussing things. And well, as you've heard on this show, a lot of this show is actually being shaped by our Discord community. So if you want to have a part in helping shape the shows, the easiest way to do that is to join the Discord community, share with us the kinds of things you want us to talk about, drop it into, you know, December in 1984, and it'll come up, you know, whatever our patrons drop in there, that's what we talk about. So, or you something in the church bothering you that you want us to address, drop it into December in the church. Mm-hmm. Or no, it, November may still be open by the time you're listening to this. You may still have time to get in this month's show. But yeah, that's the easiest way to be a part of the show and help shape, you know, the kind of content that you hear and improve us. And, you know, sometimes we'll have some of our insights are from our Discord community. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely. Know, got some thoughtful people on there engaging and so that's cool. We just launched the Discord for Sanity at the movies. But we're excited about the same types of things happening there. Further discussion about the movies that we've just watched and upcoming movies. And it's a good way to sort of be ahead of the curve there to yeah. see what's coming. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly. So yeah, once again, warhornmedia.com forward slash give. One-time gifts would be very appreciated. Yeah, did in terms of other than folks, I can't even talk anymore. So the podcast is he now to sleep. over. I'm going to bed. Um, actually, my wife will maybe go to bed and I'll watch the kid or something like that. And Gigi's here. Gigi's helping out a lot. So we are very good. We are very blessed. Life is good. Praise God for that. And Ben's wearing one of those life jacket things. Yep. Some people call it a vest. Some people call it a vest. Yep. I call it a poofy life jacket thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what you call it. Skinny people tend to wear them in order to be warm. And I look down on them for it. Like, Well, you're... You're you're taller, so and you, fatter. You can look down, yeah, and I, I can look <laughs> <laughs> forward. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, it's hard to look down when you're that fat <laughs> because yeah. Sorry, it's, yeah, this well, is lame and mean. It's easy to look. I don't, I don't even mean, mean it. I'm just cool. I'm just talking. Oh, that was man. cruel. Man. Yeah, it was super cruel. Talk about some fat shaming. <laughs> he does not Jeez. fat anymore. At least I'm not shorter than Barbara uh, Streisand. Uh, Barbara Streisand. <laughs> what? <laughs> ben looks like Tom Cruise standing on uh, the shoulders of Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which means that he just looks like a handsome, normal guy with like a Barbara Streisand stomach. <laughs> uh, we have uh, devolved. We have devolved. <laughs> oh, uh. all right. Well, let's crawl back into the primordial slime. Thanks for listening, folks. Bye.
Goodbye. Stay safe.